Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, spirit of the bingo balls, and games master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way just to keep it interesting. <laughs> a very, very interesting man with many, many wise things to say. We're just going to start the podcast on that. I'm not even going to do the intro. People can guess who you are based on that statement alone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, welcome to the Comedy Arcade. Now, Sally, you've played before. I have. I was very drunk, so I actually don't really remember it. Yeah, we saw about three rooms of Sally's house, and that is not a euphemism. But uh, yes, Uh, have you forgotten this already? I genuinely, did I actually truly move? That's you went from room to room because there was an echo in rooms and... Um, oh, right, yes. I yeah. do vaguely remember that. That's um, why the, the met, title of the show was My Floor is Clean because you maintained that you're on a clean floor. I don't remember why that was relevant, but you were really pissed and it I was know, a joy. I had come from a day date that was really, really intense and I don't actually... Mm, he, he was very anxious. Um, he was very anxious so I tried to calm him down and I think I successfully did that but I also got fucked in the process and then of course I was like oh I'll just keep going it worked I enjoyed it and that is what this game is all about it is my game um we've lost you Sally's in repose in the funniest position possible we'll talk to you Rich while we wait how are you it's Rich Wilson everybody (laughs) everyone's favorite player Yes. I know. We like to assume there's listeners, don't we? There are <laughs> listeners. So I don't know how many, but there's some. I could tell you exactly how many, but it no, hurts my feelings. That. We don't need to no. know that. It is more than 10 and less than 10,000. And that's all we need to say. Okay, well, that's fine. That's, that's all right. Those are figures we can work with. You've not played for ages, though. Um, no, I just haven't been around. I've been running around, but uh, here I am. Busy and more successful. How rude. Thank you, my <laughs> <laughs> Taking a claim, staking my claim for my for my position again. I know we did need to get you back. Um, this is a five episode recording day for me, so I have no anecdotes. So you're going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting. Okay, no problem at all. I'm sure, <laughs> we can find something to talk about. I'm sure we will. Um, where did they go? They're in a caravan. For the listener, um, we had Sally Hodgkiss, a voice you will recognise from the last podcast, that ended with her agreeing to go out on a date with a sheesh. Siri, and apparently they did go on that date, and I'm going to ask her about it when they return to the call. And that's really fun because she's with her her current boyfriend, so I think that's going to go quite well. Yeah, there we are. No way this chat can go weird, is there? No. no. (laughs) (laughs) Do you reckon they're in a caravan? You see. Yeah. I I thought they were on a boat. That's what we were covering when you joined the call. Oh, I see. Why is my... I've got the screen. It's only tiny. It's in the corner, but it's gone really small. I can see you. Oh, I can't. Okay. This is going to be... see anybody else or do anything. What's going on there? What What are you doing? Nothing. I've literally just seen myself. Yeah. You're doing a squint as well. 
And then new glasses, so there's absolutely no excuse. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just gone all small. Why has it done that? I, I can't see your screen, so I don't know. Literally, in the top corner, it's just me. I've lost the rest of Zoom. Well, we've lost two people. Apparently, the power's gone off in the caravan, so we'll just have to wait. We'll just chat amongst ourselves, Rich. Oh, okay, there we are. <laughs> I, think Ruth, I, think Rufus is in, I think Rufus is in the circus. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, that's not me being shady. No, I'm no, pretty, no. I'm no, pretty no. sure there's some kind of circus I, element to this. Was he Barnum or something like that? I don't know. I don't keep track of his activities. I'm sure my mum would know, though. Yeah, 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 your mum would know. I'm quite tempted to dial her in. Just sure. so she can, she can face her, uh, face her abuser, as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what we're going to do. Here we go. We're back. Right. I can't see anybody else. Why has it done that? What is? I, I, I knew this. This is my fifth one of the day, and this is always going to be an absolute. Oh, right. Can you see anything, Rich? Yeah, you're back. But this is know. like the weirdest seance ever. You keep disappearing. Rich can't see anything. And it's just sort of mumbling <laughs> into the dark. <laughs> it's not the first time. We sat there mumbling in the dark. Well, oh, back. Hopefully we're back now. Right. All the caravan internet, all the electric went off in the caravan. No. Basically, we're powered by a diesel Jenny. And if that flicks <laughs> out for any reason, we're off. What? Welcome to the future. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you, I am pre-apocalypse ready. I've got the spots to go, I've got a van, I've got a caravan, I am all good. If I oh, work right. up, if I work hard at comedy, I too can achieve these lofty heights one day. Oh yeah, don't worry. It's all coming your way. <laughs> so yeah, in, in one of my windows, I've got the brilliant Sally Hodgkiss, who had come from a date on the last one and then agreed to go on a date during the podcast that did not go well because... Spoiler alert, that is not who the other person in the window is. We've actually got all-round comedy legend, recently ice skating, political commentator, uh, Rufus Hound. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. I've also recently come from a date. Have you indeed? Yeah. Uh, with, with Sally or...? With Destiny. Oh, is this... Is... <laughs> oh, we, we, this, this is where we are already. Brilliant. All there right. we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <All> right. mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 not even late is it there's no excuse for this anyway right so we've got our players in we've got rich we've got sally we've got rufus i'm gonna assume you all know how to play let's just go here goes the ball no, nothing about I assume it. Wait. no i'll get it can't be that hard i assume you haven't got all night yeah it's a podcast format how hard can it be all right cocky all right. Okay. So we'll start off strong then. What's the weirdest DM you've ever sent or received? Ooh, weirdest. Weirdest. I don't know if I can say that on here. <laughs> Is this sent or received, Rich? <laughs> something oh, received. something immediately sprung to mind there. <laughs> you know. That. You know when you've. Um, you know when you've achieved a level of. I don't know success uh when you get a message from someone saying what's your shoe size oh. that's when you know you've achieved something <laughs> i've heard about this um jenny ryan was saying that a lot of people get in touch with her on cameo and say it's for either a university piece of work or i'm a primary school teacher and the class wants to know yeah. what is your yeah, yeah, yeah. shoe size or <laughs> are your feet ticklish it's like <laughs> Complete ticklish. All right. <laughs> yeah, the classroom for the kids really want to know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Go I, on. I receive regular updates about a baby leopard gecko called Rufus. <laughs> That's cute. There you uh, go. I mean, yeah, that they're... is weird. You've taken it in a wholesome direction, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I was thinking genuinely weird because, you know, by this point, aren't we all at a stage in our lives where receiving basically anything sexual or weird or you know, kind of pervy, sort of par for the course of being alive, really, isn't it? It's yeah, you know, one perv away from a virtual bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, but for the grace of God. Uh... <laughs> like rats, you're, like, you're, just one, you're only 10 metres away from a, from a pervert at any one time. That's it, yeah. <laughs> God, I've got a chicken named after me. That was a comedy bucket list item ticked off, yeah. The lovely Wait. chapels rescue chickens and they name them after comedians. And I got allocated one 
about six months ago and they brought me a framed picture of said chicken that is now up in my house with no context whatsoever. So uh, I don't explain it. I just leave it there. It's the only picture in the house. Amazing. (laughs) The best part is the chapels gave me three alternative images so I can cycle them. They're like, if you don't like this one, there are several other angles. I don't know what a good angle on a chicken is, to be honest. I might not be showing Chick Slayton's best side. There's an Ashlyn beak as well. Great. Oh, is there? Yeah, sadly, Jade Adams Chicken died recently. RIP wow. Jade Adams Chicken. Um, and I think she was one of the oldest ones as well. So it was a quite, it was a sad moment for the chapels. But Sally, what would your pun be if you were named, if you had a chicken named after you? It's not a natural fit, is it? No. I'm not sure the chicken's in your future because I think the pun is essential yeah. to them. I know. Yeah. So what's the weirdest DM you've ever sent or received, Sally? Dear I ask. Um, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, shall I move away from my Robbie Coltrane problems? Um, which there are numerous. I just... we, we can revisit them. Okay, well, we'll come back to Robbie Coltrane because it won't be. Although, actually, my, I have, my university friends and I have a WhatsApp group. And funnily enough, the last conversation we had was trying to get £2,000 so that Robbie Coltrane would do me a cameo. Is that how much he's charging? Yeah, two grand. Hey, it's a big deal. Jeez. Would he dress as Cracker as part of that or any would, role that you I like? Mean, no, it is specifically Cracker. Okay. It's is that what you'd want or is that cracker. all he's offering? No, it has to be Cracker. It can't be anything else. No. Nuns on the run. No. Hagrid. No. It's, it's Cracker. He's, you know. I, I think we could crowdfund this. I think we should. If, that would be my ideal outcome out of today. Is this I, basically why you do podcasts to yeah. get the message to Robbie yeah, Coltrane yeah. that yeah, you yeah. want to speak to him? You just want to talk. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. But I would say <laughs> the weirdest DM that I've ever had, I think, would be from my best friend who um, <laughs> he was dying of cancer. So this sounds like it's not going to be <laughs> a, like a quippy anecdote. Yes, uh, let's find thought... this comedy gold. Right, right. Harrowing story. Yeah. Okay. So all it's... my anecdotes start with um, somebody I love dying. So this is my best friend, but he um... is he still with us? No, he's not. Okay. But he won't mind me. Well, he won't mind me telling you because he's dead. It's um... what he would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's what he would have wanted. Me absolutely dragging him through the shit, even when he's dead. I just thought where I thought that was going to go. To be honest, <laughs> no, you were still using the present tense, and I was like, "There's going to be a happy ending no, no, to the story." No, but no, he is no longer. All right, um, but he because because he was dying of cancer, he obviously knew that he was going. So we talked a lot about what he wanted after he had died, and like funeral arrangements, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but he <laughs> he was an amazing artist, and he had designed these angel wings for this enormous tattoo on his back. Um, and he was talking to me about how sad it would be that this beautiful piece of artwork would go when he did. And I was like, yeah, sure. well, we've got photos, haven't we? And he went, will you take it? And what? I said, what, what do you mean, will you take it? And he said, why don't we cut it off? Oh. And then you can keep the design. And I was like, what do you think I'm going to do? Hang it in my fucking toilet as a, a talking piece when guests come around. But anyway, so... He like just... a shroud of Turin. Like yeah. you could just see the imprint right. on like a tea yeah. towel. Like, You'd have to stretch yeah. it out as well, like a like a, like a exactly. butterfly. Exactly. Like the character Zoe Wanamaker played in season three of Doctor Who. Uh, just, wow. Yeah, <laughs> we, 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 we went there. We went there. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> of which there are many listening to this show. Yeah. I don't know how I'm on this Venn diagram, but I am, and I'm happy with it, so it's fine. You're facilitating it. I am. It's yeah. uh, so you've said no, right? Oh, no, so yes, I absolutely you, said you no. You denied a dying man's wish. Why is what would you me? <laughs> right. Doesn't yeah, matter you, how much you love a person, you do not want their back skin. Why would you want their back skin? It's like, a terrible you sew it then, into a cushion? I, I genuinely... <laughs> you could make a book out of it. I mean, these were all real things. He genuinely said you could make it into a book. A pair of child's trousers. <laughs> yeah, you, so get a wing, you get a wing down either leg. <laughs> That's true. And they, they <laughs> oh, my God. Resistant, wouldn't they? There you so, go. <laughs> it would work. But anyway... Well, the now, 
now, of course, you're starting to feel silly for not taking Right, I do yeah. now. Um, I wish I'd have spoken to you at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, you just yeah. said no then. Yeah, I said no, but my the DM, he sent me at a later date, because he also would never let things drop. I mean, this was one of the things he never let drop. That you can print out and put in your bathroom, because that is funny. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. Somebody um, can yeah. embroider that on a cushion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he damned me with uh, photo, well, photographs of books that were bound with skin. <laughs> yeah. What? Is that yeah. real? Can you do yeah, that? It's real, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Don't get ideas, Rich. This ain't yeah. a thing. So, <laughs> That was because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's okay. I think the irony of me being like the, the binding for a dictionary or something like that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be a looker's guide to vans, Rich. You know it would. <laughs> yeah, the best trainers. <laughs> Live the life that you, you dare to dream in death. But um, that was indeed a selection of weird DMs. Well done, everyone. Rich, you didn't really, you kind of sidestepped yours. I feel like you need another opportunity now. To, <laughs> now, you, now you've heard the calibre of the stories because you typically, you often win because of favouritism. But I've got to tell you, it's not looking good for you on the points now, straight oh, off the bat. No. I am, um, to be honest, I haven't really sent anything that weird to be real. And, it, and I've been off my head at times. Weren't you talking on stage about watching a video of a man dressed as fox fucking the other day? Yes. That you came across by accident. <laughs> I didn't even Google it. It just popped up. That's never happened to <laughs> me. It's a lot about my algorithms. In your recommendations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you like this, you'll love this. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's all, yeah, obviously, you know, in our in our moments, we look at all manner. Of, there's all manner of weird things online. And uh, there was a man. They, they're called, I can't remember what they're called. They're not Furbies, are they? Or whatever they are. But they're dressed as animals and then they they have sex parties and things like that and you're like how do you even know that I you're think that is that? furries is it furries yeah I think so but imagine that like you see the foxes in your bins and you're like yeah I'll have a bit of that that's it doesn't make it was just it's just bizarre it's like badgers and frogs and yeah so what we're saying is Rufus you keep your little namesake animal away <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I wish I hadn't worn this full dog costume now. <laughs> it's turned it, on, to be honest. Is it anatomically correct? Don't stand up. I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> massive testicles. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Let's I, um, I've, I've received weird. Oh. Oh, what was that? I've received weirdness, but. Okay. But I haven't. It, it's always a sort of. Yeah, like we're like the weird that what we was the weirdest one was like, what shoe size are you? That's not even that weird. That's, no, um, some you've, guy, got, you've got to try harder. You've got to put. Up. <laughs> that's it, like, like, like Rupert said, it's like we're at that point now where these things are just kind of yeah. And whereas, you know, years ago we were covering up the legs of pianos. So <laughs> we're living in a post kink world. It's yeah, gone too far. Exactly. <laughs> penis, and you, you're looking around it to see if there's any like redeeming features for the fella. Like, not Let's have a look how you live. Oh, yeah, I guess you're all right. <laughs> Just, oh, you've, got, oh, you've got kitchen roll. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Well, you've some respect there. Is it on the roll though? Because I care about oh, that. Oh yeah, if it's just on the side. <laughs> yeah, that's not acceptable. I won't put it on the roll myself, but I will judge others. Right? Okay. Let Next... go on the cones, get. What? I didn't want to see the cones. Saw them on telly the other day, advertised, and then saw them in a shop. Comes like a little tower, like a little. Um, a, what would we say now? Uh, the chorus of Aladdin's hats shape. Right. Like a tower of those. For what? <laughs> a kitchen towel. And you basically take, like, it, it just, like, pops off and then becomes a sheet of kitchen roll. Oh, is this a real thing? I thought you were just doing a bit. No. Yeah, me too. I was genuinely, I was like, where's the punchline? Is this porn? Like, what? <laughs> Started that as though it was a joke. <laughs> I thought, yeah, well, it was like that's a gear off. shift. Uh, I don't know. It seems to me, are you trading convenience for paucity of kitchen roll? That's what right. I worry about. Well, Reef is bringing it back to wholesome yet again. That's why I wanted to know if anyone had a go on one. We've forgive got me, <laughs> forgive me for using this public platform to provide people an opportunity to learn that such a product exists, <laughs> and it may yet come. With a ringing endorsement from Vic Layton 
or yeah. from Rich Wilson. We, we didn't know, as it turns out, a non-starter, a non-sequitur, <laughs> which the editor, I'm sure, will make fine work of. Oh, no, I'm leaving it in. It all stays in, this whole right. thing, including that time you weren't here and we were wondering what was going on. <laughs> it's just us well, wittering. That was the best bit, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, us wittering at each other. That's going to be fun. So I rolled the balls while you were talking about um, Kitchen Roll. And it's worst jobs now. It's my favourite. Rich, you've got an endless supply of these. There's no job you uh, haven't done. Um, the worst <laughs> the worst job was working in a banana. I worked in a banana packing factory for two weeks. Uh, I worked for Fife's Bananas. And it, oh, it was awful. So, and... Considering you've worked in a gay sauna, that, that is, this is your worst job is a bold claim. Because um, it wasn't, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, working in the sauna and... Anyone having sex next to you live, regardless of sexuality or gender or anything like that, human beings having sex next to you is weird. And so you kind of have to, you, you don't know what to do. So you're just like, all right, lads, and you're like tussling their air and then moving on. I don't really know. You're just kind of tidying up around them. Not, not necessarily the worst job I've ever had. <laughs> the most unusual. Yeah, quite. They, they seem to be crying out with some kind of toilet roll solution that doesn't require human input though. A lot of, a lot of uh, kitchen roll gets used in those environments. Uh, Heavy ply situation. Yeah, oh God, yeah, you definitely need your cones then. Um, <laughs> but there, the banana, the banana, because no one wants to be there. Everyone, it's the, it's, a, it's the last job on the list, isn't it? It's that, and then there's no jobs left. It's like, you know, no one, no one goes through school going, oh, I can't wait to work in the banana packing factory. Well, they're very similar to the gay sauna. Um, uh, yeah, it was just that. And then the, the biggest joke, like you'd have these peak caps and the biggest joke was uh, someone would turn around every day, someone different with a banana on their cap and go, who threw that? And that was the highlight of the day. And two weeks of that, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I just stopped going. I just stopped going. <laughs> did you get paid for it or did you just fuck it off to the level? No, you I were like, I just... Off, right? They got two weeks of banana packing for free. <laughs> <laughs> the, what would happen is that they turn up, they go, right, this, these ones are for Harrods, say. So you'd have to really pick through and make sure there's no spiders in them and all this sort of thing. And then when you got to like Asda, you didn't even bother looking in the crate. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> <laughs> good luck, Asda. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm not even opening the lid. <laughs> oh, can't understand why that career path didn't work out. And no, then, based on that solid gold comedy foundation, you've thought I'm going into comedy. Like, if this is what people find funny, there is a niche for me. I'm sure I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Rich, tell me, at any stage during that two weeks, did anybody, anybody shout, "Dale"? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone at all? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> that's, the oh, that's the level you're working fuck, at. Man. That was an open goal, like. There was a very much a feeling of it, when I see uh, like one flew over the cuckoo's nest, and I see them. That's exactly what it was like in the factory because you just you don't want to be there. There was one lad that used to drive the forklift trucks, and he was really funny. Like he'd always be dicking around, and but he'd obviously just fucked up every opportunity he'd ever had, and now he works in this banana factory. But he was the king of the place because he was so funny. But Did you have to work hard to get that job, though? <coughs> Did to I? drive the forklift? No, it's, was that the top of the hierarchy? I dream of driving the forklift. That was, God, that, not many people achieved that, that level of greatness. And we're still searching <laughs> for that. Yeah, of course, that's, that's, the, that's the highest achievement. To be able to drive the forklift, come on, man. It's like rolling the TV in from the library. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a chance for greatness that very few people achieve, unfortunately. <laughs> but no, no one ever said Dayo. It didn't even occur to me. You're so pissed off that you're there. <laughs> <laughs> All joy is quashed. Joy. You know, I don't care about sunshine and happier places. I just want to be killed. I hate this place. <laughs> it's okay. You're safe now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Sally, have you done any bad jobs? Um, no, no. Well, I mean, really, the worst job I ever had was I worked in a pub in Fulham. And the reason it was the worst job I ever had was because it was in Fulham. Now, yes. I live in Fulham, um, but the people there are twats and they're fucking rude. Um, <laughs> I remember at the end of 
one shift a woman stopped me and she said, she said you shouldn't dress like that because I can see all your back fat oh. so uh, you know yeah nice right um so I kind of to begin with I was very good and I just sort of took some degree of shit a little bit of shit and then I realized that everybody that came in was a knob so I thought well all right so I started licking dinner plates um, <laughs> Well, because I used to do it at university. I worked in a pub at university. But the difference there was when my friends were dicks to me, I would lick the rim of their Guinness and hand it to them without breaking eye contact. Um, whereas, You're a psychopath. No, I know. Look, I don't know why you bring me on here. Rufus, run. <laughs> There's a window behind you. Just get out of there. If I weren't chained to this seat, I would have done. It's bad, <laughs> bad news, I'm afraid. She's licked all your plates. What have you into? What have you into? It's none of but my yeah, business. I used to lick plates. Um, I didn't do anything super great. It was mainly just my saliva. That's but pretty I gross, mate. I didn't want to grab in it. There's something inelegant about just spitting. Yeah. Somebody's plate. Oh, God, so yeah. if you kind of gently dribble like it's raspberry coolie just keep it classy there's a daub on this plate i think just a little bit just a little bit come i won't fucking kill you right i, I remember uh, oh. working, i worked in a bed shop delivering bedroom furniture and one of the delivery drivers that came to it came to our it was dropping some stuff off and he was really rude to my the, my van boy, like properly horribly rude. So we made him a we made him a cup of tea, and then I got, got my van boy to like properly gobbing his tea. Oh. And it was like I it was all it like he went it was like a proper schoolboy grolly, if you will. Oh. And it, so you and wanted it, them to know that you'd done it only after you'd made a swift getaway, or went off. I, he went. I went do this, and he went fuck yeah. And, he, and I heard him in the toilet go, like, really horrible. You're a horrible man. I was drinking it. I was like, And then he went, that's the best cup of tea I've ever had. No. That is just. So that that's so upsetting um i'm never gonna we spend a lot of time together and i really worry about that i'm gonna have like licked plates and bad tea now um rufus have you got anything more uh wholesome or worse 20 quid. what <laughs> but let me tell you about some kitchen roll <laughs> he's on commission guys <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. By the end of this, one sheet, I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, and but then we can afford curtains for our caravan windows. <laughs> is it actually, is, is that a rental caravan? Do you own it? What's the vibe there? Um, I'm currently employed as a circus ringmaster. Not like Barnum. Sure. It's basically what I'm going for. Growing the big curly moustache and... Petey sort of Barnum style, yep. Yeah, it's working. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a good vibe for you. Yeah, I walk around in a top hat and jobbers and a coat, you know. And then you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like an adult circus or like an old Victorian freak show? What's the vibe? <laughs> I know what I'm picturing. I'm just wondering if it's correct. <laughs> Based on my look, how kind of you? Uh, no. Uh, it is, you know, it's a proper, straightforward, eight quid a ticket, family, love it, big, noisy, funny, fun, lovely circus. It is brilliant. Thanks. Oh, see, you're advertising stuff again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one um, wants to go to your circus. I do, actually. I, right. I would quite enjoy that, I reckon. <laughs> uh, well, we're in Tamworth and then Exeter. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're in New, New Kings, Deal summer. And then Laybourne. And then Laybourne uh, yeah, in uh, October. It's um, a travelling. You've literally run away to the circus. You're living my dream. <laughs> I have. I got so sick of just the world. And I phoned this bloke and we've sort of had a bit of a, you know, like you and you two mates crush on each other. 
And uh, yeah, by the end of that, he'd offered me the full tour with his family circus as their trainee ringmaster, because his <laughs> mum had said that his brother was already the ringmaster, so they couldn't out off him. Oh, wow. And literally, up until then, I was like, hang on, motherfucker, I'm Rufus Hound. And the moment he said his mum had said it, was, I was like, yeah, all right, fair enough, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue with mums. No, that's it. absolutely not. Wouldn't dream of it. So, no. yeah. That's How do you graduate? What's the what's the graduation point? Oh, I got, a, I got a promotion a couple of weeks ago. I'm now head of production, which is very sweet. Oh. Uh, because what I think we're going to try and do over the coming years, possibly, is uh, is really take it from... They basically care a lot, uh, very deeply, about it being really good. And there's so much that they really take care of. But because of how circus is traditionally done, what's interesting is that people who earn money out of circus always come from outside of circus and then, you know, scoop it up and then make a load of money doing it. Well, like, other- a, like a TV personality coming in as like an understudy ringmaster and suddenly well- <laughs> escalating through the ranks. Like- yeah, but this is the thing. Right? I'd watch this film, but you wouldn't be the hero. No, no. <laughs> um, They've already made it. It's called Nightmare Alley. Um, <laughs> uh, no, the point is that this family have run this circus for 206 years. So I absolutely am not setting up my own circus outside of their thing. I really am looking at it as I want to take, because it's always people from outside that do well. And everyone they're left kind of keeping it going. And they feel like circus has got quite a bad rap. When people think about British circus, they think of it being a bit crap and a bit cheap and a bit dirty and a bit disappointing. And they're knocking their arsehole out, trying to put on the absolute best show they can. And I said to them, like, you're only charging eight quid a ticket. Anyone paying eight quid a ticket will pay nine quid a ticket. Just put the ticket prices up. And they're like, no, absolutely not. A family of four coming to a circus, like, it's one of the things people can still afford to do. And... Honestly, I mean, I'm fucking earning tuppence doing this, but there is nobody I would rather be working for. Like, you get a straight answer from somebody on the day. They've got all the ambition in the world. They work their absolute bollocks off. They couldn't have been kinder, more welcoming to me, my kids. The works. I absolutely love it to pieces. It isn't like living in the real world at all, but I don't want to live in the real world. The real world's (laughs) full of absolute shitheads. So, no. I mean, we've, we've had this like, entire time. I don't think we've mentioned the Queen once. Entrenched privilege means nothing when you're trying to hold down a fucking circus in a 30-mile-an-hour wind, trust me. <laughs> you're right, though. You could lift probably all of the acts from the circus, drop them in Phoenix Arts Centre and charge 40 quid for it, and people would pay it. Because... Oh, without question. But there's all sorts of things we could do. The point is, they want it to be a traditional circus just done really well. And the problem is that because they don't have a background in like theatre and comedy and how things have shifted in terms of like what the audience perception is of what a slick transition is from one scene to another or how you introduce something or that you might you might not choose to go with ladies and gentlemen. You might choose for something that doesn't then become a whole statement and a thing and then put another... Because the point about circus is it's for absolutely everyone. So you don't want to, you've got to be aware of what the other side is thinking so that you can bring them, everyone in without then making them feel like you're getting at them. So this is, this is a very, no, I would watch this film. Right, I take it back. I take back <laughs> everything. I've given you loads of points. I'm very into it. Well, it's, yeah. a perfect, it's a perfect film that you start off going, who's this fucking wanker? And then it turns. And you go, oh, actually, he saves the day. Everyone loves that film. It's a great film. It's like if it was a rom-com and it's a PR person that's been sent to a local village to get the power plant in and then they turn on, they work for the villagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You love that. That, Who who would play you in the film, Rufus? Or would it be you? (laughs) Honestly, have you seen Nightmare Alley? No. Should I? Oh, it's so fucking good. But there's a problem, right? There's two There's two things I've watched where people join an either fairground or circus. And one's Nightmare Alley and the other isn't quite actually what I just said, but is Jerusalem. 
and uh, both pieces of art increasingly I feel is basically just actually becoming my life <laughs> and there's a bit of a crossroads here and at one end is Nightmare Alley so in which case I'm played by Bradley Cooper and at the other end is Jerusalem in which case I'm played by Mark Rylance <laughs> in, in both cases I think that's probably the casting director sets out with and ends up with Bradley Walsh and, <laughs> or Alice Cooper. <laughs> Would that be so bad? <laughs> interesting, still interesting. Yeah. Rich, who would play you in a film? Ah, well. I'm just introducing categories now. I've lost sight of why we're doing this. Well, alive or dead, anyone? Yeah. Oliver Reed. I think, yeah. Or Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't see from one to the other in the way I could with Rufus's evolution there. <laughs> Not like a Bob Hoskins type character. You give me like Bob Hoskins energy, but in a slightly, but like a better looking package. Like, I felt like I had to caveat that quite quickly. I saw your face. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's funny when uh, Mamma Mia 2 came out and I was, I can't remember where I was. And I just had this, I still had this like French workman's jacket and a cravat and this hat on. And then someone said to me, have you seen Mamma Mia 2? And I was like, no. And then Andy Garcia is just dressed as me. I'll take that. That's fair. That's Andy Garcia, man. You can't look. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a squashed version of Andy Garcia. <laughs> yeah, if you if we made you on like Microsoft PowerPoint and just dragged the corner yeah, down yeah, yeah. a little bit, that's what would happen. <laughs> right, Rich, I am going to sub you in now. I want Kate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has been really fun, but I've had enough of you now. Um, new player unlocked. I don't normally get to do this. Um, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Ooh, so, oh god. Sorry, that that was. Um, we were just being a bit gross and cute. Yeah, I know. I was trying to cover my ears by headphones. So it just made it worse. Like that was. <laughs> yeah, so, made it so, even louder. Expensive. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Oh, I, I was going to say that Sal's obviously in the film. Uh, all right, played by. We're talking about who would play who in films. So, okay. uh, Zippy. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be a person. It would have to be all like lamb chop. <laughs> you don't remember that puppet? This is quite a different film you're proposing yeah. to Rufus's beautiful story of how he saved a family circus and somehow Zippy is involved. Okay, I mean, I can. Thing. I, I get mean, it. Tilda, Tilda Swinton was right there, like <laughs> literally right there. Open yeah, but goal. I, I'm being realistic. Tilda would never play me, but I, think, like, I think a puppet would. I just said Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you're famous. I'm not famous. Yeah, but if Bradley's carrying the movie, <laughs> Tilda's showing up. Yep. Yeah, oh, maybe. So you'd have Bradley Cooper like snogging zippy from rainbow that's the film in <laughs> your dream your yeah. dream casting who would you who would play you in a film kate let's let's move this away from whatever's happening in that window well i've been told in the past that i look like kate winslet i could see that yeah i would um have her play me because she's a better actress than me and she'd probably do a better job of my life than i do of my life so kate winslet all right that's a great casting <laughs> Brilliant choices. I would watch this film. Right, so the lovely Kate McGann has joined us. Comedian, actor. Am I missing any other accreditations? You were right. You were, it's like, honestly, it's like having two teenagers at the back of the cinema, Kate. This it's is like... The caravan, they're giddy. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> They're giddy for some reason. We won't speculate why. Um, yeah, so comedian, actor, general, all-around cool person. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Amazing. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ask Rufus yeah, about the pyramid work. scheme he's doing where he sells cones oh. for kitchen roll. It's <laughs> 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 a multi-layer marketing hunt scheme um, that we're setting up. <laughs> Can we just check if Kate has indeed tried the cone kitchen roll? No, I think you should Dragon's Den it. 
it already Welcome exists. No, he's, this isn't his invention. He's just, for some reason, unknown to all of us, trying to sell it really hard. No, I'm not. I'm trying to ascertain if anyone's had a go on one. All oh, right, you don't want to buy it without somebody else's review. I see. You're just asking everyone. Like yeah. this. It's just like it's just low level witch magazine. <laughs> okay, I do work. My day job's working for Hot UK Deals, so I probably could put this on the forum and get a really comprehensive <laughs> view for you. I'll drop it tonight. I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you, lady. <laughs> Right, let's go. Right, I would like your controversial opinions. Oh God. Um, oh, just generally? Yeah. Sally, you can go first. You no, seem no. to be the spokesperson. <laughs> no, I have no controversial opinions. Is that because you back them all so strongly that you don't believe they could possibly no. be controversial because they're no. the only version of the no. truth? No, it's not. It's because I'm an entirely pathetic person that hates conflict. So, <laughs> so I, even if I thought something controversial, I would try and vanilla it up in my brain. You can do that. In case it fell out of my mouth and I said something that people would disagree with me and then I'd have... I'm not very good at conflict. Some, some controversial opinions we've had in the past just to get you in the, yeah. in the zone for it. Okay. Somebody told me earlier that they didn't think pandas belonged in the bear family because they let bears down and they had no purpose. That was oh. a bold one. Is that incorrect? Yeah. Esseth Sears doesn't like the Muppets Christmas Carol. And that's that went down very badly. What? Yeah, exactly. That okay. is exactly, yeah. And somebody said basically that there was no point in the ocean and that it should be done away with. And that we all let that go. But as soon as uh -huh. someone came to the Muppets, we were like, absolutely fucking not. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off the panel. I haven't booked her since. And she used to be a core cool member of the team. <laughs> I just, I just can't just can't look at her the same way. Right. I was I was sat here trying to conjure up a genuinely controversial opinion. Would you like something lighter? I mean, do you, I, do you know what? I could sell it to press and it would really help this podcast out. So go for your life. Give me, give me your worst, give me your worst opinion. Give me your worst Do opinion. it, do it, do it. <laughs> Here we go then, ready? I think Prince Andrew should get away with it. That is genuinely. What? Well, and, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. I've deliberately put that in the most controversial oh, way possible. God. No, no, in the most horrifying way possible. I've just turned my back yeah, on it. <laughs> rightly so. No, Is it I'm a big fan of Pizza Express? Uh, <laughs> no, it's because if you're going to have a monarchy, then I think absolutely, absolutely, you should be able to kill people in the street. You oh, should I be see. able to throw it children wants... into threshers. You should be able to launch horses into you know walls we should be able to do nothing about it because that is the point of a monarchy okay like, they should be okay. beyond law and reason right now, the fact that we have one <laughs> and that that should be the standard and indeed that that level of privilege then extending to a church that most people now don't believe that you know that wouldn't uh, ascribe themselves to when you look at how the establishment is wired up to share that power base as was divvied up you know like 800 years ago or whenever all that stuff happened like that's the thing to be truly horrified by but all of the time you kind of lose sight of like oh no but he was sweaty he wasn't sweaty and this and the other it's like take three steps back and look what's really going on but all the time we've got one absolutely be be, be lawless be kidnapping <laughs> just put common people and hauling them into your castle let's have like you know lightning strikes and their screams lightening up the night sky I the just... listeners sally is edging away slightly <laughs> just <laughs> indicating with the shoulder maybe she's not on board with this view <laughs> like... <laughs> oh no i am i'm on board with the secondary view yeah as ever, we've we've gone an interesting avenue. But what you've done, you've hooked people with that, haven't you? you? Oh I mean? yeah, I love you what you've done there. Yeah, yeah. appalling. But it was. And what's your most controversial opinion? I know it was. I was just trying to play the game. I know, and you did very well. <laughs> <laughs> this is not live though. I could edit that however I wanted, and um, I should. <laughs> it's cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. Um... <laughs> 
especially as before this, you said, I don't edit it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, unless it serves my purpose. I don't know if you heard, my day job is PR. (laughs) This is is where we find out what kind of person I am. Um, Right, Kate, now you've heard some, we've we've gone all over the map. What is your controversial Um, opinion? Like, I I still rate the Muppets as the more controversial. You haven't won that, Rufus. That's like desperately upsetting because yeah. I think that was my first love. The the Ghost of Christmas Present was like my first ever crush. <laughs> I mean, can we bring Rich? Can we bring Rich into the frame again? <laughs> you can see why. <laughs> I just come I in, man, and know me better. Uh- <laughs> I love a I love a jolly man. Um, so, <laughs> who lives for a day? Um, so, I, uh, I think my uh, controversial opinion, um, I don't, I hate McDonald's. I think it's awful. It, yeah. As a principle, as a... As a no, it's everything. It's disgusting. Also, I've never had a KFC. Aren't you a vegetarian? I am. Well, that's... <laughs> I think we could get to the root cause of why you don't like these restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not that controversial, is it? It's just because it's a terrible place. Yeah. Oh, God. We ate a, um, a vegan McPlant um, and it was like eating a shoe. Rich, is, Rich was raving about that. No, oh, Burger King. The Burger King one. Ah, oh, right. So now we're, the, yeah. So but, Burger King, yes. McDonald's, yeah, no. Right, but McDonald's, no. Can I, um... Can I offer your uh, listeners uh, a steer on the McPlant? Yeah. For those of you uh, who are vegan and have more money than sense or just want a McDonald's, uh, if you take out the um, tomato, the lettuce and the burger sauce as a custom, and then when you go, after you've ordered, go to the counter because they put different onions in a Big Mac than they put in a cheeseburger. They put dehydrated onions in a cheeseburger. So you have to ask for the cheeseburger onions, not the Big Mac onions. But then what you get is actually a pretty bloody good approximation of a McDonald's cheeseburger. And if you like cheeseburgers best on a McDonald's menu, which you should if you're right thinking, that's how to that's how to get that and then if you want to clean your hands afterwards perhaps reach for a cone-shaped kitchen (laughs) (laughs) i was listening but i was also googling it because i couldn't picture it in my mind (laughs) you've seen it yeah i've seen them right We get. We need you to buy them, Kate, and we need you to report back. (laughs) Absolutely, and that's how I cook my ice cream, and then you use it to wipe up. Perfect. One of many uses. (laughs) Where it's a little hat. Yeah. Um, For the very pointy nipple amongst you. Absolutely. You want to go on a sunbed? Mm. That's a perfect. Always. Yeah, but on a sunbed. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to shut it. How big do you think these cones are? (laughs) (laughs) And also, how how much structural integrity do you need in kitchen rolls? Well, if it's wound tightly a lot. How are we talking about kitchen roll again? Like what? That was absolutely my fault. None of these topics are about kitchen roll. And yet that keeps coming. This is the topic that keeps coming back. Right, I'm going to roll the ball and collect my thoughts. Right, okay. A thing that you once believed is absolutely not true. <laughs> this can be personal or general. God, I've got loads of things. Um, Come on, then. <laughs> I thought that the word for TV remote was Padonga till I was about 13. Because it's the word my parents use, but they never corrected me. Ever. So, so you're just out in the world asking yes, for the Padonga. Yes, but they... <laughs> Because their bastards would say remote when we were in public. They just let me do that. <laughs> I also couldn't say my name. So I used to call myself I.I. And they didn't tell me that was wrong either. So again, <laughs> off I went, sounding like a twat. This is questionable parenting, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I've forgotten what the question was. <laughs> what was the question? Things you believe that oh, yeah, she turned out to not right. be true. Right. Hang on, I'll leave it with Minda alone. <laughs> my um my dad used to make up rules to to like board games so for years i never really knew the rules to like monopoly or any game because he would always manufacture it so he won against children um, <laughs> fine. it's fine i have a therapist now it's fine um yeah. but he uh yeah so for years when i'd play monopoly with like, other people or play a different game um, I'd say, oh, yeah, well, of course, you've landed on that. So that means I have to give you £200. And they'd go, no, like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this why we're all in comedy? Yeah. <laughs> My dad once had a whole street believing that the covers for electric plug sockets were to stop the electric escaping from there. <laughs> he had the whole street buying them because everyone's like, oh, my bills have been quite high. Like, genuinely deadpan. This rumour got out. The whole of our neighbourhood believed it. And <laughs> yeah, and I, do. I don't know how many people actually got corrected. Well, that's <laughs> Wales for you. This is, be- <laughs> this is before the internet. It's <laughs> pre-internet world where you couldn't Google things. Like, you could go to the library and get an encyclopedia I- out, but... <laughs> I think this question does just open up all of the lies that your parents told I know, you as an answer. Honestly, isn't it? I, I've just got loads more. Um, my <laughs> mum's maiden name was Gittins, and as such, we were given the the impression as children, my brother and I, that the word git, if you call something a git, that was basically like dropping the C bomb. Like <laughs> you absolutely didn't do it. And then at about the age of nine. Uh, do you remember Harry Enfield's sketch program? Yeah. You know, it was absolutely everyone had those characters, the two old gits. Yeah. And they flashed like the title of the sketch before. Well, this thing flashed up till gits. Me and my brother looked at each other like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't work out why the world hadn't ended. Like, you know, why this thing? And it, honestly, it was up until even that, like, kind of came and passed. And I think it was like literally up until I was about 20 or something that I realised oh it is it's a thing you could almost get away with on children's television but it sort of seems to me like it's still and yet you have the foulest mouth of anybody I've ever met do I? yeah so what's the origin of the actual term get though is it one of those where it's surprisingly harrowing or is it like an acronym I don't know what what does it mean get yeah it's just like a bit of a an annoying, yeah. like probably interchangeable with a bit of a prick, a bit of a git. Mm. Like, it's like that, if I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary, are we going to find out that it's like it is awful? Because <laughs> that's oh. happened to me a few times. Where we're like, no, this is one of the lower <laughs> level swear words. It's like, oh no, no, rooted in something very bad. <laughs> All right, I that's just remembered loads more. Oh my mum, and I really need to ring her because I think she's done some real damage. <laughs> um, so there might be I, some you still don't know that you're still waiting to uncover. <laughs> so I used to think that if I did not say good, uh, I the last thing I said to her at bedtime was "I love you." She would be dead before the morning. Um, I don't know what she would have said for me to believe that. But I really thought that that was true, and I and it, I didn't I te- I didn't test it till I was about seventeen, and then I, she didn't die, so it was fine. Um, I'm giving you points, but I don't think I'm giving you them for the right reason. Um, She um, wouldn't let me put, uh, she wouldn't let me put coins in my, near my mouth, but not because I would swallow them, because dirty men had touched them. Yes, my mum, well that is true though. I know, but like, just the idea of dicks on pennies, I can't, I still, I still that point. I don't think it's dicks on pennies, it's dicks. Hands on dicks I and know, then hands then on, on the pennies. I can't. That <laughs> but you did. You did miss the revelation, Kate, that Sally licked plates in a pub she worked in because she didn't like the customers. So oh, um, I love that. Yeah, love that. I used to, I used to work in a very famous uh, coffee shop chain, and I did. Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Just licked the side of their mug and stuff. Yes, mate. See, it's not just me. (laughs) There's an elegance about it, Kate, isn't there? I think. Yeah. Or like sort of like wipe it round the bin and then just give it to 
Well, we wonder how COVID was so widespread so quickly. I know, it's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> I, I tell you, I did, um, it's like uh, that superstitious thing, like not telling your mum goodnight. Like I can't, I still can't walk across three drains. Um, I, yeah, I don't like being crossed on the stairs. And yeah. I, yeah, so yeah, superstition like, is weird. It's just about stuff. But I, t- I did a podcast the other day and um, I was telling this story and I mentioned my friend Sarah and then I sent it to her and I said, oh, I'm, I, I will talk about you on this podcast. And she went, yes, it's good, but none of the facts are right. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what was that pertaining to? So she, when we were 18, she dated uh, Dave, the guitarist from The Killers. And um, we were like hanging out with the killers like before their gig in Brighton, when they first played in Brighton. So this was when we were 18, right, years ago. And then I always thought in my head... And how old was the guitarist of the killers at the time? <laughs> Not 18. Interesting. Okay, cool. A little bit, a little bit older. But anyway, her, <laughs> her uncle is Robert Smith from The Cure. And um, she do clang. Um, and she... <laughs> In my head, I don't know where I got this story from, but I always thought that they, she met Dave from the Killers through her uncle because they supported the Cure at some point. Transpires that that's not how it happened at all. And I went, well, how did you, how did you meet him then? Like, how did you end up meeting the Killers? And she went, oh, at a Strokes party. I was like, well, that's even cooler. I should have said yeah. that. <laughs> Oh yeah, but you know, just the conventional way, how everyone meets. Like how about <laughs> apart from another band's party? Sure. What? I have so many questions. But I just like went on a podcast and just did this whole like tall tale that didn't exist. And I was like, <laughs> sorry about that. I so. love it. Complete bollocks, fake news. <laughs> and it's out there now forever. There'll that be no retraction. I know. And hopefully I should maybe get people to listen to this to like <laughs> So I can I would... find my problem, my issue. Yeah. Come for Rufus Hound's hot take. Stay for the uh, slight amendment to a last podcast. <laughs> well, um, that is the end. <laughs> we could carry on all day, but it's been a while now, and uh, <laughs> and it's so it's, it's going to be a complicated edit. This one. So. <laughs> <laughs> There was a period where the caravan was dark because all the electricity went off. So that that happens. That was that was while you were away. It's a roller coaster and it is an audio sensation for the listener who experienced none of this and we didn't explain <laughs> it. So, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, it'll probably go out anyway. <laughs> so, Kate, will um, while I'm adding up the scores, it won't take long. Um, where can we find you, Kate McGann, comedian, artist, actor, extraordinary? Um, I am liar about Sarah. Liar, just liars about bands. That's what I'm. My niece. Are you pop bitch? Is this like where we find out gossip girl? Oh, yeah. Is that you? <laughs> just like... hashtags. Um, so I am at Exmouth Market on Tuesday, uh, doing a lovely little gig there, um, called Humor Heads. Uh, and then I've got a few other bits and pieces and online. I do Instagram. I'm not on Twitter. I don't like Twitter. It's horrible. Okay, cool. So what are you on Instagram? Just Kate McGann? Uh, at McGannarang. It's like Bangarang from Hook. Yeah. yeah. Rufio. Rufio. Yeah. There what? we go. We're all around the same what? age. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever take on that that nickname, Rufus? Uh, it's been shouted at me a few times, but it's never stuck, sadly. <laughs> Would you have liked it to? Well, I just think it's more syllables than just roof. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's and you, really don't have, you don't have the red spiky hair. So. No, there are a number of ways in which I fail. <laughs> and, and I think as a person, I'm increasingly more like Captain Hook than I am uh, <laughs> one of the Lost Boys. So. I think it looks like uh, TikTok from Return to Oz. <laughs> <laughs> you do, because your moustache is because he's got the same colour eyes, and your moustache is the exact same shape. Yeah. See, <laughs> suddenly your zippy casting is making a lot more sense because they'd right. be a lovely couple. Wouldn't they? <laughs> I think so. yeah. Yeah. Spherical heads. 
So, Tilda Swinton, Bradley Cooper, TikTok, and Zippy. Like, find yourself a gal that can do both. Um, where can we find you, Sally? What are you doing with your life at the moment? Uh, well, when I'm in not, a caravan, know, hanging, when, out, hanging around in a caravan. Yes, when I'm not hanging around the Rufus Hound in a caravan. Um, so I am doing a performance art piece at Gunnersbury Park Museum uh, this coming week for a an exhibition called Listen. Uh, following that, I've just sort of got gigs around London. I'm doing Glastonbury and the Astrolabe tent. Nice. Uh, so Stephen Frost Impro All Stars, if you want to see that. Um, doing Edinburgh Impro All Stars and a few other things, including this show and bits in between. But probably just being in a caravan with you. <laughs> is it? Is it? Are you going to take the caravan to Edinburgh? No, the caravan will be in Newquay. Because oh. right. I actually live in it. Is the problem yeah. with that? You see, yeah. it makes but, it a bollock of a commute. <laughs> but you could earn about a thousand pounds a day based on how much Edinburgh accommodation costs. You could fit a lot of people in there. Yeah. <laughs> Would pay it. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. could generate the electricity for you as well. You could put them to work. We had nine people in here earlier, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> and then you left, and then I cooked a roast dinner. Well, you me. you said you were cooking a roast, but in a caravan. Well, I the, j- yeah, j- I did a roast in a caravan, surrounded I, by about seven children. I don't know why oh, that's the point I'm stuck on out of the whole 60-minute odyssey we've been on. It's the idea <laughs> of a roast dinner being cooked in a caravan. But here we are. Rufus, you're in a circus. <laughs> I am in... Um, uh, come and see Paulo's Circus, which is... Is currently in um, Pontefract. Uh, thank you, Pontefract. But will be in Tamworth, then Exeter, then Newquay, then Leybourne until uh, the beginning of November, uh, and then maybe additional weeks after that. Who knows? But currently, that's the plan. Stan, will you ever come back to civilization, or have we lost you forever? It's increasingly unlikely. <laughs> what started off as well, let's just see, is quite rapidly becoming oh i see imagine that old bloke you meet in a pub in his 80s he suddenly tells you a story about the time he was a stand-up and the time he was a an actor and then he was a circus ringmaster and then you know at some stage i've got to like invent a clockwork woodpecker or something and then you know i don't know find or a real boy <laughs> yeah, that's it I don't know exactly how it's going to unpack, but uh, yeah, I think circus ringmastering might be it for a bit. Baz Luhrmann to direct. Yep, could buy that. <laughs> 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 well, um, Sally, you're my winner because um, yes. you have been absolutely hilarious <laughs> again. Yes. <laughs> what I'm learning from this is I really need to go back into therapy, I think. <laughs> I thought I'd completed it. I don't think that's true. <laughs> so the win- level complete. Yeah, I'm not beating the boss yet. The winners um, come at a quite heavy cost, is what I understand. Um, but it was almost a draw if we took it as teams. So, um, okay. it's ri- yeah, what's Rich doing, Kate? You what's probably know mean? better than him. <laughs> staring at me from the other side of the room. Okay, are you gonna, yeah, is he gonna hove into view? Yeah, there he is, hi. Hello. (laughs) What are you doing with your life? Um, (laughs) uh, You can find me in- Why don't you sit down, don't be weird. Sorry, you can find me at all the major comedy clubs up and down the country, and I should also be in Edinburgh. Doing Doing this? Doing this, yep, doing this at, uh, what was it, 11.15? 11.20. 11.20 every night. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, is when I have to be there. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> you know I can't do the tech. Don't do that to me. Last time I passive aggressively broke my own foot. Yeah, I know. Just because I'm <laughs> put a table out. <laughs> um, and I'm doing my own show. You could have it so much better every day, nine twenty at Up the Road, Just a Tonic. Amazing, and we'll see Kate there as well. So yeah. between us all, hopefully we can reconvene. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Well, Rufus lives the circus life. And um, this has been Comedy Arcade. This has probably been the weirdest one I've ever done. So well done, everybody. Uh, it's been a... Keeps <laughs> been, interesting. Keeps you interesting. Quite a journey, hasn't it? This is the dream. Um, <laughs> I will see you all very soon. Um, you are now free to go. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it... Like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is what's upset you now. The USP is it's only 15 minutes.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.